Welcome to May's edition of Ask TNA, where listeners write in and we answer your questions and concerns. On today's episode, playing with your cum, the rebound relationship, and period sex. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Or not. I guess it could not be. It could be like, what the fuck? Oh, period sex. sex. <laughs> uh, well, that's what we're going to discuss today. After uh, we talk about after we come play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay. A few things off the top. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are, uh, we're, we're now featured on lovetv.co. So mm-hmm. we're going to keep sending you there to see more exclusive video content that we are serving them. And lovetv.co, they've done an amazing job curating um, great articles and videos and information about love, sex, and intimacy. Uh, yes, so proud to be a part of their family. We are very proud, and uh, we encourage you to go there and check them out because it's, yeah. it's really amazing stuff. If you are YouTube fans or you prefer using YouTube, you can check us out at uh, all one word, TA Talk Sex. Um, whereas I think it, you can search T ampersand A Talk Sex like, with spaces, but all one one phrase, TA Talk Sex, gets you there. Uh, and of course, our Instagram, we, we engage you guys there as well at TA Talk Sex. Um, and Per our advice episode right now, uh, you can write us at advice at tatalksex.com. Yes, and uh, we'll answer your questions like we're about to right now. Yeah. All right, so for question number one, we had a question come in about playing with your cum. We had like two questions we about did. it, actually. It's right. sort of so a popular sort of topic. condensed them into, into one yeah. question. But it's basically, where is it okay to come on my partner? Uh, so, and then it's sort of a list of questions. Swallowing or not, guys eating cum, cream pie eating, kissing after oral, and other cum play. So I have to admit, like, a lot of the the slang out there about, you know, different sex Like cream position. pie? Yeah, so cream pie. We didn't know, we didn't know what cream right, pie Right, I'm was. like, I don't know most like, of the slang. I mean, people I assume because I have this show, they're like, oh, like this and that. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't follow, I can't follow your language. Like, you need to simplify it. Uh, but cream pie is... Thanks the, to Google. <laughs> yeah. Is the uh, is having cum or semen like kind of dripping out of the orifice that you came in? Right. Like the the, the, the vagina, vagina or the, the anus. anus. Yeah. And Which, uh, and then and then eating it or licking it or. Right. Yeah. You oh, know, I fantasize about that. I've never oh, actually, really that visual. Yeah. I haven't. It's funny. I never yeah. thought about. It. Well, you know what I realized? I never thought much about it because I don't a lot of no one's really coming inside of me that, I, that's that's why i fantasize it i think oh. about it because like because you're right like because that would be pregnancy and and i'm not on the pill because it fucks up with you know my hormones and everything and so uh so yeah it's like a luxury that i don't have <laughs> so like i think it ends up in my fantasies of like mm-hmm. yes come in me and right 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 yeah i mean i think i can count on my hand the number of times anyone's ever i yeah me actually too. come inside of me because right. of not being on birth control exactly um so i Okay, so this question... Yeah, let's back up past the before the cream pie. You know, I was (laughs) sort of like, oh my God, this question, you know, because I don't know. I... I don't know, but I think it's valid. Okay, I, I no, guess the I first think thing it's that comes that it you is inter- felt like resistance to it. I did, I did, because I, to me, I'm just like, who cares? Just do what you want to do. But but then I think that, that brings up the the issue that there's probably is a lot of shame around men and their calm. I think some I I have noticed for sure. I have some clients um, who are very uh, like 
they're very like, oh, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. And they don't want to get it on me. And they feel like it's going to be like disrespectful or degrading, you know. And so they're very, very careful about their come. Some people are very, very clean about their come. They just like the minute they come and they, they, you know, they want to clean it up and be done with it and they don't want to mess, you know. I feel like that's a a big thing, actually, uh, with a lot of people. Yeah, like I think there's a lot of stigma around come and also this idea of that that somehow where you come on the person is also tied to how you respect them right I think that that's sort of a myth like I think before I became sexually active like high school days I had a lot of um opinions or like projections about what coming on someone's face meant right and I mean we see it so prevalently in porn porn, and I I have to be I've never actually had someone intentionally come on my face I say that because maybe like once or twice there's sort of a spritz you know that like hits your <laughs> like, lip or and you're like oh yeah you're like Ooh, that was uh, that was close uh <laughs> I and, and once or twice I fantasized about it coming you yeah know, about having it on my face but I you know I that's really messy I had a friend who got pink eye once from it going in her no. eye yeah get, really yeah. you can't get pink eye from cum it's a coli oh well well but but oh interesting well some sort of infection and at the same so maybe oh, it wasn't God. pink eye but it got in her eye and it was <laughs> and it ir- caused an infection yeah it caused an irritation oh, uh yeah and so so and i also think that because it because i think there's a level of intimacy that warrants coming on someone someone's face like in an intimate way and i think that porn sort of takes it for granted right and maybe that's where i bristle yes no i can yeah i would bristle at that yeah like i you know i'm not jazzed about anyone you know it's not a regular request (laughs) not like can't wait to have it hit my face i kind of but some women i'm sure love it yeah well i I was about to say i I do like it on my body yes and i'm sure some women do like it on their face and there i can think of instances where i might like if i'm just in the moment and i'm like you know fucking do it you know but it depends on the person and the 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 you know the moment and Mm -hmm. it depends on so much well everything every context is different totally so i think to automatically just come on someone's face is like i would not recommend that well and i think somehow how would you approach that you know like well i think my i think maybe my fear around it when i was younger was also this idea that it's a power play right and and like it is a degrading yeah tied to this idea of like i'm degrading you or like by doing this i'm marking my territory and i and for me a lot of come play in general has more to do with intimacy actually and Mm, how turned on i am by the person Mm -hmm. and sort of the thrill of all of them right like touching playing consuming all of them right yeah like if there's someone i'm super into i just want to like i mean i love oral sex anyway but like i i want to like i i totally want to swallow their cum and like ingest every in part of them you know <laughs> and just like in me get in me, you know <laughs> yeah yeah well and i look i've my sexual partners my male partners are like that with me and i love it when they're sure. all consuming and and completely, you know, into everything I have. Right. Like looking your armpits and your sweat. Yes. And they just want like, uh-huh. con- yeah, it, it's hot. So, um, okay. So, so wait, where, let me go back to yeah, list. back to the actual kind of where is it okay to come? I think that's, a, that is a so person by person. Uh-huh. Because there's going to be women out there who are like, probably don't want it on them. I think T and I were pretty open, open, liberal. Well, let me say so, but I don't feel like I started out that way. And um, I, and I, I think it. Well, that's not true, actually. I think I feel like my first boyfriend. I was like, "Come on me," and then I was like, "Come sandwich." Some guys get freaked <laughs> out by that. I actually like. You're right. When I'm they surprised come on at me. how many guys are kind of like don't want to. 
get messy yeah. with it and i'm like no lay on top of me like i, I call it the cum sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> but uh, and i've had i had one boyfriend just refuse and every time i'd be like come here come here and i tried and pull him on top of me no and, he'd, way. and he'd be like no no don't make me do it uh you know and i don't think i ever succeeded in making a cum sandwich with him. Yeah. uh but my point being uh I'm trying to think if there were like I feel like there were certain things I wasn't super excited about and over time I got excited about like maybe like coming on my breasts or you yeah. know um a lot of it you know or coming on my I mean I was always fine with like the back or the stomach and I wasn't right. super excited about the breasts and then kind of as I got became Probably more because sexual it, do you think it's maybe because it's more of like a porn move and like this whole porn degrading thing yeah that kind of goes together no thank you I, I think you're right and I think I feared the implications of it but once i that you're just an object right and, and right that it symbolizes degrade you know being degree you know degraded but uh but that that i once i was intimate with people who i felt a close bond with you, yeah. yeah i became i was able to be very open and free and really just enjoy the pleasure of all that play and and sometimes it's like great come on my breast and rub them in you know rub it in right or what you know and there's it's a turn on yeah uh, and for me i actually like when guys play with it themselves i do too i do too i was gonna say that i like i feel like i feel like where there's anything in life where there's uh, like a block and like an ickiness or a or a repulsion i say dive into that i feel yeah. like there's room for exploration there and so yeah i would say for this um if you feel like there's an active repulsion against your own cum i would maybe like ease oh, your I way see. into playing you know and like kind of get over that well i was gonna which say which doesn't also, mean that in the end you're gonna end up loving it but at least it's not like a block you know well, let me say this you're i think there's two things going on are you uncomfortable with your own mm -hmm. and and maybe ashamed or embarrassed uh like that you're going to be judged or rejected by your partner and then the other thing is if your partner has expressed discomfort or like thinks it's gross and doesn't want it on her or right. him uh and and I think that's interesting. Like if your partner is resistant, I think the best way to win your partner over is to show your enthusiasm for it, which is you playing with it. Right. And, uh, and or like how much it would turn you on. Mm -hmm. to, but not even just because, again, if it, like, you don't want to make her feel or make them feel like an object for you to come like, you what, know what, what I mean? mean? No. I mean, like, what do I mean? I mean, because I could see someone saying like, oh, like it turned me, turned me on so much if you just let me come on your tits and da, da, da. like I could see that being said in a way where it's like, yeah, you're like, well, I'm not degraded. excited about it. Yeah, right. Why so, do you want to do that? Yeah, right. But if it's but if it's said in a more connected, sensual way or something, oh, wait, no, you're onto something. I think there is a seductive way that's yeah, like, that's like that is like it's interesting. There's almost like a, a need or like this passion for you. And, and so if someone's like, I want to, you know, I want to come on your chits, like that's, that's something almost more arousing or kind of in the heat of the moment asking for it. I think right. when you're also turned on, you want to please each other. You know what, you know, what might help is even the simple language of like not using the body part, but like on you or here or, oh yeah, you know, that so it's, good. it makes it more personal to Or even me, saying, can like, I come here? Yeah. Can I, can't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I've had guys, you know, they ask me where, right. They're like, where can, where do you want me to come? I've had that question too. And I'm like, ask a lot. just, Sometimes I want assertiveness off, in that moment. <laughs> wait, you want what? Assertiveness. Oh, interesting. I, I often, I don't always have an opinion, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll tell them like, come on my, on my tits or come on my stomach or sometimes yeah. I want it in a specific spot. Yeah. 
Um, you know what interested me is sort of uh, I had a partner once and I think I mentioned sort of the face thing where there's sort of almost like an accidental like hit my my lip and it was sort of so it kind of was on my mouth like mm-hmm. you know and uh, and I said kiss me you know and and that threw him off like he'd never he was kind of like oh I'm gonna consume my own cum <laughs> I could totally see that freaking AI out yeah I mean it was like there was and it wasn't even a lot it was a little bit he'd never done that well, yeah. but because I was so in you the zone and so confident and assertive about it Mm -hmm. he just went for it and then it was like wow that was kind of exhilarating because it was something new yes that he'd never done yes I do think that is a key to anything is going at it with confidence and commitment yeah (laughs) you know like in order of like to get your to get someone else to to try something new like if someone comes to you with such like vigor and like do this you're more I feel much more willing to be like okay <laughs> like try it well you're excited to like to satisfy them yeah right because they're and they're so into it I think that's also it it's like they're so into it it's not about objectifying you but like it's it's sort of the thrill of um like I said sort of consuming each other uh, right. I've talked about this in other episodes but um also um I've been with I mean, not a ton of guys, but uh, I can think of at least two who have actually eaten their own cum. After, Off of you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I he, was really he, turned one on. Of the things he's asking. Oh, about. did he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Eating cum. Right. I was really turned on by that. And yeah. I, and then I, when I told a friend or two, my friends were like, oh my God. And I was like, no, it was really sexy. Can I ask you, was yeah. it like how long after they came, did they eat it? Was it like... Yeah, I know this is maybe a <laughs> no, silly it was question. Pretty but like, soon, uh, it wasn't like I don't know. It didn't. It wasn't it, ten minutes later. Like cold. Oh my god! Ah! Like, now I'm getting. I'm getting squeamish. No, it was. It was like they came. Was it like it was like coming and then like you know instead of rubbing of instead of rubbing your body in it you just bend down and like or, like lick it off. Yeah, I think of. that's fair. Yeah. Like so, it's in sort of within that moment of passion that I can understand. Yeah, and it was it was hot. What I think is interesting is I feel like we're talking about this. I think the more common thing is your partner or the woman that you're with, or you know whoever is receiving the cum, uh, that expectation of them uh, swallowing or coming in their mouth, right? You mean oral sex? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, right? I mean, someone could pull out and come in your mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. I I like that. Wait, I have wait, to say that I have not done that a lot. I, I guess I'm saying I almost, I feel like I kind of threw a curveball. I'm like, yeah, I've had guys who eat their own cum. <laughs> yeah. no, but, but I feel like the conversation's almost like, you know, is your partner I don't know. I swallowing think, or but eating? I, or? I think, uh, no, because he, like, specifically in this he question, said. he says guys eating cum. Oh. Um, and so. And, Turns and, me on. I, yeah, I think it is a turn on. And, and again, like, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't probably ever ask for that. But if, if a guy, if I'm you know have a lover and he's really wants that or likes that and is totally goes at it confidently you know then then sure like i, I have no out, problem it's not it doesn't gross me out i'm not gonna i started out pretty shy about uh if someone did come in my mouth and then they wanted to kiss me after i guess they call that a snowball <laughs> yeah but well when they still i've done that only come on, tell well, you my horror story. No, but I was kind of like, "Are you, you sure?" Like I almost didn't think that they wanted that. I, I was that's like, what "What's happening? Are they still coming in my mouth?" Ah! But uh, I like it a lot actually. And now I realize that I've largely find more guys are turned on by that than not. Do you ask to do that? Or not anymore. Do, you just do it. <laughs> I feel like I used to, but now I have more of an assertiveness. You just like, do it. Yeah. Ah! Yes, and it's awesome how they go with it. I feel like oh, men cool. tend to be less squeamish than women because they've yeah. been, they've maybe had more opportunity to embrace their bodies or, or 
don't have as much shame around their bodies mm. in general. I, I think there's more stigma around like women exploring themselves. So they'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure why. I feel like guys tend to get like down and dirty more readily than a woman does. Uh, maybe it's a sense of adventure. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've done um, snowballing. Oh, you were going to tell me a horror story about Oh, well, <laughs> it was just that like it was the first time I'd ever like had a request of, you know, I want you don't swallow, hold it in your mouth and then come and kiss me. And uh and so I did, but I didn't swallow any of it, right? So I had this mouthful of load. <laughs> and so I came up and I kissed him and I just poured this cum into his mouth. And it was like, he was sort of like totally not expecting that much cum. And he was like, okay, never done that before. And I'm like, well, you asked me. And he's like, well, yeah, but like not all of it. How did, I didn't know. That's so funny. No, I, I, feel I just like, like you know, dump trucked it into be- his mouth. That's hysterical. Be specific. I don't think that's so crazy. I feel like you're asking for someone to kiss you with cum in the mouth. You're going to eat there. That is within the range of possibility. (laughs) It's within the range of possibility, but it definitely wasn't like this sexy sort of like cum dripped tongue, you know, like that perfectly iced oral experience. (laughs) I'm not, you know, person. Oh, wait, we're going to take a mini break and we'll come back. What? Nothing. A, do you have a... No, no, Can no. we hold that thought? We're yeah, going to come right back. Uh, you're listening to TNA Talk Sex. We are uh, doing a particularly juicy <laughs> advice episode. Um, and we're going to come back and finish talking about come play and... Uh, uh, period sex and rebound relationships. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I am T. And I am A. And uh, we were talking about cum play. Yeah. Playing with your cum <laughs> for a question that came in. And, um, oh, God. I mean, in summary, I think that it comes, for me, it comes down to if you like it, I like it. Mm. You know, and if you, if you, if something, yeah, if you're hot, if it makes you hot, it makes me hot. And I'm, um, and then also, I think think though there are people out there both men and women who are squeamish about this so I feel like uh it's worth having an exploratory conversation if you have a new partner Uh oh what's that what's that look yeah I made a face (laughs) I uh you know it's just interesting because a couple of images came to mind of sexual experiences I had where if someone had asked me do you want me to kiss you after I just went down on you no not that but like maybe like like if you like what do you think about Right, at least maybe know that. where they stand on the matter. Kind of, but yeah, I feel like there are a number of times where even even things like they just, you know, I mean, I like it if a guy kind of wipes his face a little bit, but I have also been in a very intense sexual thing where the guy just kind of kisses me. And, you know, if before we have sex or kind of during it and they said, you know, are you okay with that? Or do you want me to, I might've said no, but when they did it, it was hot because they were excited. And maybe it's, and I remember having almost conflicted feelings and it's like, I'm grossed out, but I'm turned on. Right. You know, so so my better judgment says always ask because it's about a mutual experience. But there 
is, I have to be honest. I mean, there's those moments where someone kind of transgresses. Sure. Yeah. And I go, Ooh, wow. Ooh, that, that was exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well then transgress with confidence and, and, they, uh, and have a conversation afterward. Like, how did you, did you like that? Or, or if they seem upset, you know, <laughs> or, or check in, do it. And then be like, is that okay? Although I would, but with coming on your face, Oh, no, I, I agree. I mean, that's I, that's a good point. There are that's kind of a lot. It's also like, I, you know what? You This is an interesting point. If it's something being put upon another without you doing it yourself, I think is like a weird difference. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing if you've you've gone down on the person. And so then kissing them. Right is almost like we're sharing it. Right. Yeah. Whereas maybe an act like coming on a face is like I need to know so my eyes are closed. <laughs> a. Yeah, yeah, that's at the bare minimum. But right. the point being, you know, yeah, it's something that this person's experiencing. So I yeah. do feel like it almost should be asked like like the person receiving should ask for that or want it. Um or at least inquired about. I mean, yeah, yeah can I, I can like I come on your I face? I want to come on your face and Yeah, and you say no, no I want you or, to come on my tits or right, no or or yeah or yeah I mean I think it's worth it for that one you know I don't know um yeah that would be so I so yeah and and uh and, and again encouraging I would encourage guys out there to to you know familiarize yourself with your cum and like you know if there's blocks there yeah ex- explore that. I had a boyfriend who the first time uh actually came and, and like caught it in his hand and I was really bummed. I like I didn't know that he was going to intercept it that way. But trying to be like neat and clean and yeah. And yeah. I was like, what? You feel deprived a bit. Yeah, I wanted. I, I was very excited about him. Yeah. I wanted to. I will say this it. though, also with come for me, like in terms of swallowing or not. Um, like for me, it's it's a very bonding thing, and uh, I, yeah, I probably usually won't do that until like swallow until I'm you know it's like a really partner that I really want to have inside of me yeah I have to say it's very I'm very conflicted with that I I rarely have actually swallowed uh, in general now I I have and I think often it's it is again sort of that idea of like a level of excitement but Mm -hmm. that could even be you know with a long-term partner sometimes I did and sometimes I didn't yeah and it's kind of tied to mood maybe also the flavor based on his diet that month true uh, yeah and sometimes fluctuates. you do want to see it right sometimes you just want it everywhere yeah sometimes i actually like i prefer i actually think i get more excited by seeing it than hmm. i do by swallowing it hmm. or interesting so different different arousal points that's an interesting point like some things turn people on more than others yeah but there's no shame in any of it right and so if you love the idea of coming all over the person you should share that and right. explain that that just Embrace excites it. you and it's not there's nothing wrong with it right something wrong with wanting to eat your own come off the beautiful belly of your lover or ass or asshole <laughs> or any of it it's all fair game it is totally and and very exciting if you're excited exactly so i think share that okay okay all right next um, topic next question <laughs> would be uh would be ah the rebound relationship hmm. yes this is a little more yeah basically Less raunch, more uh, emotional. It's, should the rebound relationship be encouraged rather than shunned? There's no story that goes along with this. But that's right. the question. Um, Again, yeah. this makes me think of, it's funny, with time, you have more perspective. And I think when I was younger, the rebound relationship could feel usury. 
And I think that's a big fear. I think in general, we kind of speak colloquially like, oh, but, you know, she's on the rebound or, oh, he's on the, you know, don't trust him because he's not going to take you seriously. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this this sort of shame around it. But I I think about my my open relationship back in the day. And I feel like in some ways my partner who was the lover was with me because he had been engaged to a girl and the marriage didn't work out. And um, I think that being just the lover with me was uh, a comfortable place for him. Mm-hmm. It was a certain level of commitment that he could handle mm-hmm. um, while respecting, you know, respecting each other's boundaries and, and still being very emotionally supportive to each other. So it was a good bridge. Yeah. Right. yeah. So then that makes me say, you know, that is that quote a rebound? Probably. Um, and it's sort of a safe space. So here's my, my experience with that and my perspective is that I, I, and again, there's no hard and fast rule to any of it, right? Yeah, life, so there's always no, evolving. There's no absolutes is what I'm saying. Mm. However, I guess my biggest concern or question would be looking at your intentions because I feel like a, oftentimes the re-quote, quote-unquote rebound relationship can often be a distraction for us in order to keep us from diving into the depths of the pain or the emotions or the red flags that this experience that whatever you had it has led you to and so that would be my caution is that really ask yourself is this totally avoidance and I like it may be more painful and the harder thing to do but maybe solitude or 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 like really spending time with yourself and and kind of digging in I think might might sometimes or I don't know if it's more often or not but like there needs to be time for that I would say self-reflection yeah well on that note I I have found a lot of growth in the relationships I have that that the rebound quote <laughs> quote rebound person can can be very uh, supportive and educational in a way like they sometimes help you see things certain blind spots in yourself or or you know frustrations you're having that you that you weren't getting to on your own yeah I could see that being the case as well um, but I would just go with, I feel like move forward with awareness and if, yeah. you know, and if, and if you're maybe not ready to face that stuff or, and you're aware of that, then it's like, okay, fine. Then you know that you're consciously engaging in order to distract so that maybe you can reach a strong, be stronger down the road through this relationship so that you can then face it. But yeah. I would say, try to go forward with as much like awareness as possible with what you're doing and, and be clear with your partner. I if, was just going to yeah. say, I mean, if anything, you kind of worry about the partner who is engaging with you and right. maybe in the comment I said, which is, Oh, that person's on the rebound. Be careful. Yeah. The idea being, if you're looking for a committed relationship and the person you're connecting with maybe just got out of one. Right. I think it's kind of true what they say. That person is probably not as emotionally available and, uh, and clear minded as you would like when you start to connect with someone new. Probably, or perhaps even more confusing, maybe they are totally emotionally available and needy and, or maybe not like super needy, but maybe they are open, right? The person who's on the rebound because they're hurting and they want someone there and they like, they need that support. And I can see how that would be really confusing. Oh, right. You're like, look, they're ready to be in a relationship. Right. And it's like, like, well, but uh, have they processed their emotions? Yeah. I would say the conversation to have, if you're the person re- rebounding, okay, then just being like upfront and be like, look, I just got out of this thing. I really don't know where I am right now. It's very comforting for me to be with you and I totally enjoy my time with you, but you need to know that I really don't 
I, I really am at a loss as to where this is going or whatnot. Can I say, I, I feel like I've actually had experiences where I find myself, and if I'm, if I'm honest, uh, almost like exercising the demons from the past relationship in the rebound one. And I think that's a fear or, or one of the bigger problems is like you haven't necessarily processed everything that happened. And so you kind of bring it forward into the new relationship. I mean, people talk about about this all the time right it's yeah. like well, how, how much are you projecting at this new person mm-hmm. if you haven't completely digested what happened I mean I had I had one guy this once is why I'm saying digest yeah yeah I know but I, I had a, you know I had uh, one guy kind of go on this monologue to me about all this stuff about who I was and my behavior and this and that and I ended up writing him after I wrote a, a thoughtful message that was like I'm pretty sure you're projecting from your past relationship I don't feel that we've had these experiences to really you know merit that that. accusation (laughs) uh you know but I I was able to sort of differentiate so I wasn't as hurt by the statements Mm -hmm. um and that was interesting and then and then I have to be honest that I see myself sometimes how do I describe it not necessarily in that same way not Mm -hmm. like blaming them for things that happen with someone else but um maybe trying to process my past relationship by uh like I'm saying, almost like acting out, like almost like role playing the dynamic or something. Or like, I feel like I take on what my old partner, my old partner's behavior in the new relationship. What? Yeah, I know. What? I'm getting a little freaked out with myself, to be honest, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> but it's sort of, I'm, I'm studying it right now. I'm observing. Maybe really? there'll be a book. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So the, 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 the negative things that you're part, the negative aspects of the relationship, you take those on and, and bring and like. Not, not necessarily the negative, out. but, but I would say maybe a blend. It's like the positive and the negative. I think I'm, what I'm understanding about it so far is it seems like in order for me to process what, how I was treated or, or what the problem was I have to be able to see through their eyes oh interesting and yeah and I think and maybe this is my why I'm an actor as well you know I I delve in it's like I have to be able to empathize with their perspective so then I almost go on this little mini journey okay but wait are you talking about like fate kind of like where you end up in this because I've I've had that happen where I like it's so coincidental or bizarre that I now find myself in a situation where I am in my partner's situation from before yeah that's what I'm talking about okay well I don't feel like I feel like that's like a faded thing where it's like I, like okay. I'm not consciously doing that but no, it's like of course not consciously how bizarre is it that I now am the one on this end well don't I think you that's, think that's a little coincidental that you've had that experience and so I, have I yes but I, okay I feel like that's just the way like we magnetize things to us yes you know, but in I order to I love well the word I like that you're describing as magnetizing it but to me that's based on almost like trying to complete the circle or like flipping the coin or something it's like it's like two sides of the same coin and maybe it's maybe we're always kind of in in this limbo of of you have a certain behavioral pattern or you have a certain um kind of quest in life right like talk about like your essence or who like you the are thing that you need to learn yeah 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 like in your life journey like we all have specific things that sure. we're passionate about or or care about or you know drive us crazy right there's and almost throughout the years of your life you can see that it's the same thread often mm-hmm. uh so I wonder if you know for me I'm going well what's the common denominator and I'm going well I'm I'm my observation of myself is that I am gaining complete and thorough understanding so I can move on but only by 
playing out their actions to understand where their motivation and where they were coming from. I hear you. I guess I just feel like you're saying it like it's a very conscious thing. And from what I'm understanding is I really don't think it's conscious at all. It just No, I don't think it's conscious. And I think what I think what I'm saying is I think it's Oh, I see that now. Yeah, I think I'm becoming aware of that the trend. Trend and that that pattern. And I I wonder if it's something avoidable or if it's something that must be exercised in order to move on. And that brings me back to this idea of the rebound. Like, but I don't know. I I haven't seen that personally happen for me in rebound situations. Like that the rebound is often maybe like the opposite extreme or something. Well, I don't know. I mean, for me, that's been that's happened in like relationship dynamic, like the next relationship or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. It's been separate from rebound for me. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I mean, anyway, I, I don't know if there's anything else to expound upon. I mean, for me, it's just that, I, but it is an interesting maybe human, that, like human behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, and the best way I can explain it is what I said, which is yeah. I need to be able to empathize with my ex's perspective mm-hmm. in order to process why they why right. they did certain and things. So the, and so maybe a rebound, if that's happening, is helpful. Yeah, the situation. only way for me to understand it is to be in their shoes. And then, so then I almost, I wonder if unconsciously I seek out the dynamic where I'm now in the shoes of my ex. Yeah, maybe. It's it's a little like, do, 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 do. But I wonder, I'd, I'd love to hear from our listeners if they've had experiences like that as well. Like, can you chart kind of your history and your breakups? And have you had... I think it's worth analyzing because it shows you what are maybe some of the pitfalls. Could you become more conscious of it and and maybe process things more efficiently? Yeah. And and be able to move on more effectively instead of reliving my um, my suspicion tells me yes. Well, yes. But, I guess that's why I'm like but, I would love to hear from listeners. But I don't know. <laughs> you can write us at advice at tatalksx.com, but uh I you know, I'd love to yeah, share those kinds of observations. Yeah, I'd be interested to to hear that as well. But uh, so in summary, for rebound relationships, encouraged or shunned, I think it's hashtag it's complicated. Hashtag it's complicated. <laughs> but again, be aware. I would say just, be, yeah, be aware. And, and if you're running from something, know that you're running from something. And yeah, I mean, I feel like in a relationship, you like you can only move forward. So the quote rebound is going to happen. I mean, is rebound just the next person? I don't know. Not necessarily. I don't you think, think so. you could you could do like a I'm by myself meditative sure. zone and then venture out. Yeah, definitely. I definitely do. That's how I. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The, the sitting and waiting. I kind of li- I like to almost make the analogy of like hunting well, but processing. when you're waiting and it's like I'm just waiting and I'm sitting back and waiting for the deer yeah. to cross your so I'm kind of relaxing and breathing and processing and then when that when target ready, shows up yeah it will show up in your target exactly um and I was going to say one more thing uh, but I can definitely see also how after <clears throat> maybe if like if fear is keeping you from getting out there again or if there is a block Mm. keeping you from getting out there again I can see how just jumping in the game to overcome that would also be beneficial you know like maybe you're hiding in this quote-unquote contemplative me zone space and if that's happening then throwing yourself out there and just having like a fling or something is is beneficial so again but 
I've always been a big fan of honestly the I, I get that how it could become a bad thing but that phrase when they say the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else and I, I yeah, get that that's, that's the distraction yes but I think there is a small kernel of truth <laughs> in the statement which is I don't believe in piloting yourself into someone because you're you know you're, your heart's bleeding out from this past breakup and you haven't processed it so like oh, I'm gonna fuck this other person you know that's very selfish and I think not genuine and connecting with the other person mm-hmm. but I've also had I would call it a very healthy connection with someone where you know it had turned out that we maybe had both just gotten out of a relationship and we were both able to really bond over honest discussion about our exes and um and kind of processing how we were feeling yeah. uh and, yeah and, and it was supportive that's great um that's great again I think but I think awareness was with that I think we were able to talk openly because we brought that awareness and we weren't coming from a place of shame or or throwing ourselves into or having expectations of it being something else yes or, exactly like I'm not misleading each other all right of that. I guess my what I I guess what I see is um is I feel like you know th- with that quote of you know the best remedy or whatever to get under someone else it's like yeah but it's kind of like a mosquito bite like especially when you're getting over someone the hurt is I think the deep human hurt is nobody loves me or I'm not lovable or you know and you're really missing that that deep need for love and so the the easy solution is to find someone who can fill that temporarily right and so you know by not allowing yourself that drug and finding like that's an opportunity for you to find that love for yourself you know and be your own supplier of it and so if you fill in that gap then you're losing a tremendous opportunity to to um, supply that for yourself and that's I guess that's that would be my my caution yeah no that's a really good point and you could lose yourself in the in the storm Right. And just and and not um, you have an opportunity to grow stronger and and like not uh, grow out of a need for for someone else's love. You know, right, right, right. Um, Yeah. And so if you don't if we don't take those opportunities, then, you know, when will you when will you Uh, we need to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about period sex. <laughs> yeah, so stick around if you're very curious. interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. We've got some hilarious stories. Controversial, <laughs> hot topic. I have to say, everyone's got an opinion. That's true. Um, look, write us at adv- so I feel like when I say at, it sounds like the email is <laughs> advice at tatalksex.com for uh, any questions you want answered at the end of every month. And um, check out our YouTube channel, uh, TA Talk Sex, all one word. Um, and lovetv.co. Is, we have content there as well. We do. And uh, catch us on social media at TA Talk Sex. back with tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a and uh we're having our advice show uh, where we answer answer all your fun questions you know i like it because you know in our past shows we've talked really openly about like sex but i mean i haven't talked about playing with cum in a long time (laughs) (laughs) reminds us to like get real with our like (laughs) real sexual situations um okay well you'll have plenty of opportunity here so here's a question about period sex uh okay my boyfriend wanted to have sex while i was on my period but i was too embarrassed to do it is this she must be young is this common 
do people normally have sex on their period? I have found increasingly with more with most men, they do not care. Most men in our circle that we associate with <laughs> That's a good point. in Los Angeles, the California. I am fucking don't right. care. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, also, that is also the case. Uh, if I'm honest, one of my long term boyfriends would actually he like didn't care. Like he didn't mind that I was on my period. But when he say if he sort of pulled out at someone and there was blood, he would almost get a bit queasy and he would even maybe lose his erection. Really? Yeah. Like it did. It did. Like he'd be like, oh, dear, that's more than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I could see how that could happen there. I've had uh, the last, literally the last time I had sex on my period, it was like, like usually, I don't know why, but usually I don't like, it's not, hasn't been a bloodbath. Like when I've had sex on my period. I would say I haven't, I don't, I think once I had a pseudo bloodbath, but I, I've not had that happen really. Right. I haven't either. So actually, so what happened, maybe we should define it. What happens mm. when you have sex on your period? Yeah. Okay. So so I'm 33 and my I, 17 to 33 years of being sexually active and I have had yeah I've mostly been in a relationship and my partners never cared about being on my period so I've had a lot of period sex but yeah most of the time it wasn't like I would put a towel down and there would be some spotting but it wouldn't be yeah, like we wouldn't get blood everywhere so until recently <laughs> the first time for everything where I was I, and maybe it's because I usually like when I'm cramping and in the middle of, like of like a heavy, heavy flow period, I just don't want to have sex. Like it's uncomfortable. Right, I right. don't want, I can't do tampons. It makes me cramp, you know? Hmm. So, um, this, but this particular time <laughs> my partner really wanted to, and it was just, we were just super connected and he was like, I don't care. Let's do it. And that was a bloodbath, <laughs> like <laughs> in the sense that he pulled out and like, like, I'm like, wow, it's really wet i'm like god is that blood <laughs> like i didn't want to think about it but like when we were finally done he pulled out there was like a solid like 13 inch pool stop. of blood stop i've never even seen no, that I'm much serious. blood come out of me That's i know me so either it was, it was shocking and there it was splattered you know like like i feel like splatters who, who on my like body our, the person who sent this question in, we've now horrified her <laughs> Anyone who was like almost considering it is now like, what? Okay, <laughs> it can get. I'm, t- I'm telling you the brutality okay, of it so that okay. you can be prepared. Okay? okay, right, right. So the blood baths can happen. Okay, and I had to like wash everything, like my mattress, my mattress cover, the she- everything. It's totally soaked through. Wow, it was a pain in my royal That's, ass. Wow. It was also midnight, and oh. um, I but but I will say this with cold water and fresh blood, it pretty much immediately all, all comes out very well, that's easily. important to know too yeah yes. i've had so I've don't been, panic yeah. well you, you know, know what i was saying the but comedy do not let it sit because it, that that will ruin everything i recently had sort of a comedic dynamic where it's like sex on the period and lar- there was like a little bit there was a little bit i've had it i've times where it's my period but it happens to be i'm not cramping right then so like you're saying it's almost like dry like nothing no blood comes out and i'm like wow that was a clean episode yay uh like you haven't started the cramping process no i don't i don't know it'll just be like i had a tampon in so when i took it out it's sort of not bloody and whatever during sex i I don't bleed at that phase and so it's completely clean like we kind of get away scot-free Yeah, most of the time that's the case um but uh but recently i had a thing where you know it was lightly there was a little bit of blood it got on the towel so we always put a towel down i think that's the biggest thing it's like look no big deal you and even if you are a little squeamish about seeing the color it can look a bit shocking on like a white towel because because it looks like a lot well i have a maroon towel it is the color yeah and uh, i try to have my period sheets so that which are maroon so that when i have sex 
Yeah, have a good pair of maroon sheets. (laughs) Honestly. You know, it's a good idea. Because here's the other thing. Like, when you touch, like, if even if I go touch my... This is what I was getting to. To stimulate my my clitoris. Yeah, you can get... You get blood, and then you touch him, and then you touch the pillows, and then you... And it's like... Well, this was the comedy I was... So I was with the guy, (laughs) and and, uh, we were enjoying ourselves, and then, you know, he touched me down there, and all of a sudden his hand came up, and I was like, oh, no, okay, well, we don't want to get blood on anything else. So all of a sudden he's got, like, one hand he can't use, and he's just sort of holding it in the air, like, making sure he doesn't hit the pillow and then (laughs) and then the other hand got blood on it then it was like oh god and he's holding his hands out like a you know I don't know what's the equivalent like if you have mud on it and you're trying not to get it all over the house exactly (laughs) it's it it can get messy it can be messy but but I have I have maybe have baby wipes step up the game oh yeah that's smart but generally or just wipe it on your maroon sheets and then you don't have to think about it wow great idea that's what i'm saying so you you know you're sleeping in your bloody maroon sheets for a few days well (laughs) i've had these incidents like at a hotel you know and you're like fuck 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 we just got blood on something you know and you're just like oh god the poor cleaning lady is gonna think someone died like seriously i had a friend tell me that story where it looked like a murder scene i look i had an incident in a hotel bathroom and we were like wiping up every spot because he had like a friend staying there you know and i was just like oh god Okay, but I have yeah. been, I've been, I've, I have been very surprised pleasantly at how many men this is not an issue for. And if anything, a turn on too. And frankly, it feels, it can feel very lubricated, right? It's very, you're yes. more wet. And that, and I've heard men talk about how good that feels. Um, yeah, my, and so. Can I say there's. Wait, let me go back to it. Let me make sure we're answering this. Okay. Well, can I just comment? There is. Is it normal? I, you know, I have a friend who uh, comes from a more traditional Jewish religion, uh, her background, you know, and so she does not believe in having sex on her period. That's something that they actually take, even when they're married, they Mm -hmm. say, you know, no sex on my period, Mm -hmm. um, which there's something kind of, I almost kind of appreciate about the ritual, Mm -hmm. uh, something about making space for yourself during that time. Right. Um, so I think there's something to like, what are you comfortable with? But I've come, I've gone back and forth. Sometimes I don't want to bother when it's my period, but often it, it can feel really nice. And also I've enjoyed the acceptance that my partner shows me and kind of his passion and desire for me, even during that time has made me feel more loved and appreciated and, and even kind of um, allowed me to accept my period more fully. Like yeah. I, I have less shame overall as a person. Because of their reaction. Yeah. And, and they're embracing it. Yeah, I think that's a, a beautiful thing. Um, I also feel like, I feel like I relate to your friend. I guess I don't do this for any religious reasons, but typically my period tends to take me on an inward emotional journey. And so I tend to typically not want to engage sexually when I'm on my period. And I do take it as me time. Yeah. The um, Yeah, I mean, some women get very horny. They talk a lot about that. I, I don't. Sometimes I have occasionally like mm-hmm. or like right before my period. And there have been uh, like literally a small handful of times where I've been like, what the hell is going on with me? I'm like a like a sex a monster. Rabbit? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, OK. We're like I, like Ar- around your period, like or uh, during it, during it. I wow. mean, like I'm like three times in my life. I don't know what hormonally was going on. You know, well, guys I've dated have talked about girlfriends in the past being like, like, like oh, you're getting your period. So you're going to be really horny. And I'm like, I don't. I mean, mm, it doesn't happen to me that I know, way. It but fluctuates for me. It seems I, quite common. Yeah, it, it fluctuates, and and a lot of times I'm really horny right before or whatnot. But but a lot of times I do go into this self reflection thing, and for me, it's really helpful for my partner to not push me sexually, and in mm. fact, to be there to just embrace me and 
um, you know, hold me through the cramps and show affection and comfort in that instead of like really wanting sex and wanting, you know, trying to get me to, you know, not bend, but come, you know, like well, I wonder sexually engage. It's like just respect where I'm at. You yeah. Know, and well, and I wonder if, yes, I like that point. But I wonder also if like through massage or kind of what you're saying in, the, in a comforting way, you could start foreplay in a way that's more it it is in a very giving place but a woman's body tends to be more sensitive right her my nipples are more sensitive everything's more tender so to kind of caress the body in a way that creates a soothing quality I think that there's there's a soothing effect definitely and that could lead to sex in a way that's maybe not the end goal but if if the soothing quality leads her towards that because you know she's sort of called to that because it it helps with cramping. I mean, we talk a lot about um, actually having an orgasm can help with your cramps. So even like a clitoral orgasm where you just do it for yourself in the morning yeah, or I mean, for or me, with the onset of your period. Yeah. For me, this is more for the onset of my period. When I'm in the midst of it, it's like. No, yeah. What, for me, once it's full on, I'm like, oh, I, know, like, I don't just need go a massage. Near, I need like my hot water bottle yeah. thing, whatever. Anyway. But that's usually one day for me. A day, maybe two. Right. But. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So is it normal? I say it's, I think say, yeah, it is right. pretty normal and common. Um, again, I, and I also, you know, applaud the men that I've met who are totally open to this. I've only met one or two, actually, this is a client even, so that doesn't really count who was like, so he's like, 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 like I don't want to talk about, about it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, you know, yeah. but he's, uh, you know, he's not a partner. Well, and yeah, like, but really. this was my point too, about how, you know, we talked about it in our episode about women's periods and our cycles, like kind of the shame around it. Like when I was much younger as mm-hmm. well. And, and just, um, you know, I think the period is sort of women have a lot of shame around it. And so I'm, I'm actually, I have so many sort of fond memories towards my male partners who made me feel really comfortable about my period. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and so in a weird way, they're embracing me sexually made me kind of feel, have more pride or feel right. more confident in general right um around that and then and then there are those weird moments where it's sort of you're so into your partner and then like seeing the blood can be really sexy actually I, in a primal way yeah it is it is very prime yeah i t- that totally happens too yeah um was it so for her um mm-hmm. i would say specifically um because Give it a go. well yes but because you might be there might be some specific beliefs going on around like what's okay and what's not okay because again the question is is this normal is this uh-huh. is this uh common like i would say really try to tune into your body and really see what your body wants yeah. and um and try to dif- distinguish what your body wants versus what um sort of chatter is going on in your mind and what you think you should want or not want and try to make that distinction for yourself and really listen to your body and if you really want alone time and you don't want to share yourself at that moment listen to that maybe you do find that you are actually quite horny or that you do want to explore that and and, and embrace it and lucky for you that you have a partner who's who's yeah, yeah not, like, not turned off or, yeah or who's like it. loving every part of you and every part of your cycle that's great yeah yeah I agree and great. Uh, it was so and yes and also we encur- for guys out there who are squeamish about the period I, it's so wonderful I think when you, when the guy is not right oh god it's amazing <laughs> so that's like, if you so are exciting. squeamish about the period it's like what would I recommend like 
there i feel like there's ways of easing about it yeah you know like really like dive into it and explore figure out what's like face it by the way i think sometimes there's an there's an idea that it's dirty uh or like and by that i mean literally like like almost unhygienic or something but in fact the blood is very uh pure and kind of clean coming out of you it's not um Uh, and super potent nutrition oh yeah yeah it's nutrition rich (laughs) that's a very good point again there's actually articles about putting it in plants uh, to water them right um but uh yeah i think it's it's actually very clean in that sense of so so i don't think i don't know yeah you can educate yourself around it and i feel like baby steps into it if it really freaks you out i mean there is kind of like if a woman has a tampon in and she's washed you know yeah it's, it's clean. not it's not like the, it's not like, like when you, you take still... the tampon out it's not like you're gushing blood the entire time no it's it goes through phases like the uterus cramps you know and then you have like a period throughout the day where you're where you bleed you know it's, yeah, it's so not constant certain flow. hours throughout right. the day there's a the cramping is literally like the releasing Shedding. of the blood and mm-hmm. then yeah and then there'll be a few hours where you're fine and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it starts cramping again mm-hmm. um and actually sex with a guy can loosen things in a good way yeah, it helps true. kind of get the flow going um so that that's a positive that actually. is a positive it mean. helps things move around so yeah. uh yeah that's, I'm, that's it yeah, no, it is. I that is say. it. I guess I just sort of, I think you're right about, I, I can see why a guy would be squeamish. I feel like the first time I was getting my period, I was squeamish because I was like, ah, blood. Ah. And we're taught to kind of fear it, right? I mean, if someone's bleeding, like they've cut themselves, it's usually a bad thing. Uh, so I I guess I'm like, you know, is there something a, a little a little deeper about how to kind of get comfortable with it? I think practice. Maybe start out in a space that is not going to get blood all over it or you know, you lay on shower. your hardwood floor. I mean, the shower yeah, the is shower. a good way, good place to start um, so that you're not overwhelmed by yeah. if there is a lot of blood. And also you can kind of, you know, get to know your ladies. You can get to know your body a little bit better and see what feels, you know what I mean? Like, like what, what it feels like and whether that feeling makes you is indicative of a lot of blood present or not or, you know. Yeah. I'd say that's a safe bet. But, um, but yeah, baby steps and... Um, and I mean, with the period in general, if there's a lot of like religious ideas or whatnot, again, I'd say like just Google menstruation, like even just seeing diagrams and familiarizing yourself with facts, I think takes the mystery and like the, some of the ooh crazy <laughs> period stuff out of it, you know? So, so yeah, the myths. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that is our advice show for this month. All right, that wraps up May. Okay, so send us your questions for next month mm-hmm. uh, at advice at tatalksex.com. Yeah. And uh, please find us on social media. We love to talk with you there, especially Instagram. Yeah. And that's at tatalksex. And uh, YouTube channel, tatalksex. YouTube channel. We've, we have, you know, our baby YouTube channel. but We have our In Bed With series where we talk with our guests. Uh, we, an aerial shot of us laying in bed together asking intimate questions. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can get to know our guests a little bit better. Yeah. More intimately. Um, and if you like the show, please don't forget to write a review on iTunes. Seriously, because it is probably the best way you can help us right now it really increases our visibility on itunes and uh, is super helpful so yeah thank you all right you've been listening to tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a